<laughs> okay, so this is gardening related, and I'm unprepared. This is Aunt Rebecca. I'm not unprepared. This is Aunt Rebecca in Oregon, and my niece Elizabeth. Hi, over in New York. In New York. Yep. Okay, so yep. it's mid February. God help us. Yeah. What's so, the weather? How you doing? Well, it's going to snow tomorrow. Oh, oh my goodness. I Look know. at you. Wow. And we don't have any water in the house because one of the well pipes ruptured oh, no. in the <gasps> ground and it's been leaking for weeks and weeks. Um, oh, no. So we have no water in the house. So now I need a shower and I'm really skanky. Thank God this is not televised. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> not a visual medium. <laughs> no, not not a good one. Bad hair day in the works. <clears throat> there we go. We've got we've got the faces for radio, as they say. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. <clears throat> okay, girl. So, how are your plants doing? How are your seedlings doing? Well, we are having the one of the warmest Februarys that New York has seen. We had wow. fifty degrees today. It was glorious really beautiful oh the chickens are loving it it's going to be 21 tonight it's going to snow next week and be in the teens later on so i mean it uh, you know we always get these fake out springs yes oh 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 Oh, my goodness what what the best thing happened what my crocuses came up oh my god yeah yeah so you know how many uh, just one and a half right now, but <laughs> okay, that's one and a half more than last year. No, it's a no, half- no. Last year, last year I had a good crop. This was the the first early early riser. Okay, good. So good, good. good. Yeah, well, I'm loving full spring. I'm loving full spring. I already I got my gardens cleaned up. Good. I got um, we're we're working on taking this tree down. Uh, this breaking this tree that we took down um last summer okay uh, chopping it up and i think i'm going to use some of it um to make pillars and posts for our garden bed what a good idea right right we have all this beautiful disposable wood so yeah we're gonna (laughs) chop it up and and turn it into a a beautiful garden what kind of a tree i have no idea okay fine yeah, <laughs> you'll find out later and find out if it's okay to use it in the garden. Some, no, I guess no, no wood leeches. I think it's the chemicals we put into them that leach that are bad. Yeah, you know, I went on a. Um, <laughs> so this is me and my my unbridled audacity, um, <laughs> which I've always loved. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last. Last September, I went to a native uh, native plants conference. Yes, I just remember waltzed, that. Waltzed right in. Waltzed um, right in. Waltzed right in. Found myself with a bunch of professors of botany oh, and lifelong experts in plants, and yes. I was like, uh, "I have a garden." <laughs> yeah, and I don't so, know what I'm doing. And I talked to my aunt Rebecca, so there it is. Yeah, yeah, way over my head. They're they're naming what you know droops and uh, <laughs> everything in Latin. Everything in Latin. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so much Latin they're summoning devils. Like it's just yeah, yeah. absurd amounts of Latin. 
Um, well, I went on another winter walk with them and they're fabulous. Um, they say surround yourself with smarter people and they most certainly are. Absolutely, um, Elizabeth. Surround yourself with smarter <laughs> people and they're all native experts. They're your- amazing. Oh, Elizabeth, yeah. this is perfect for you. Yes. Yeah. They're so brilliant. They really have no interest in uh, or not too much interest in gardening or foraging, which, you know, they, they could talk for hours about like mosses and uh, yeah. liverworts lichen. and yeah. lichen. And I'm like, OK, show me what's edible. What can I eat here? Uh, <laughs> yes. But exactly. uh, I did learn the difference between a couple of trees and how to tell them just by the bark. So I can apply those skills to my dead tree that we took down recently. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I'll bet you dimes to donuts that they could also give you maybe some starts of natives that would grow well for you. Yeah, they can at least point them out for sure. And and also maybe... Um, I, I can't. Well, they don't have gardens themselves. Oh, no, they, they do have gardens, but a lot of them are, um, you know, field field botanists. So they like yes. hikes. <clears throat> they could probably give you a start or two, <clears throat> especially yeah. if you tell them that you're going to tell the world about this native plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think, that, I think that would be a really good thing to do. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Excellent. <clears throat> Excellent. Well, I'm really glad you need to make sure that they know you, that you know you're 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 their darling <laughs> make, them um, some, make them some cookies <laughs> yes yes some lichen um, cookies you know some some lichen cookies lichen and moss cookie something yummy mm, edibles <laughs> well maybe i'll make them some acorn pancakes or something next fall I, I've heard that we're going to have a bumper crop of acorns coming up soon. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the oak trees are already budding and they have so many acorn starts. So Interesting. But if it yeah. freezes, they might not have them. Well, oaks <clears throat> do this thing where... They're okay in the Randomly, frost. yeah, they'll have a bumper crop <clears throat> um, to outsmart the squirrels so that the squirrels can't can't rely on it and can't eat all of their acorns. So we're going to have some more oak trees being born this coming year. 2023 year of the oak. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And speaking of squirrels, there was a write-in. A lovely woman wrote in and asked about how to get rid of squirrels. Mm -hmm. And I had this little, we don't have squirrels. We have 20 acres. We have lots of trees. Oh and God, right. lots of things, and we don't have squirrels. You know, I never noticed that. Yeah, <clears throat> my neighbor you do does. some kind of great witchcraft. How? 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 <clears throat> dogs, <laughs> dogs. Uh, mm-hmm. I I had one squirrel once. I was in the fairy garden, <clears throat> out by the back door, and I heard the dogs barking, and I heard the cats at the time who were outside uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> hissing and going around the corner towards the heat pumps, and this funny click-click-clicking sound. And <clears throat> I got up out of curiosity, and I was <laughs> bored out of my mind, so I got up out of curiosity, rounded the bend, and all four of my domestic animals were pointing, frozen, <laughs> behind one of the um, heat pumps. And behind the heat pump, trapped like a dead rat, poor thing, <clears throat> was a live, very upset squirrel <clears throat> who was 
busy telling them what they could do and where they what they could where they could go and what they could do when they got there. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I didn't I I didn't know what to do. I didn't want the squirrel hurt. I just wanted mm-hmm. him gone. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> my two and my two dogs were very quick and my two cats were too, but not as quick as the squirrel and I moved. Yeah, they're good. All I did was move and the squirrel had mapped out a flying route above the heat pumps. <laughs> so that the dogs wouldn't catch him and the cats couldn't climb up there. And I swear to God, that that squirrel flew to the backyard faster than I've ever seen anything. And he, I don't know how he did it. I don't think his feet ever touched the ground. <clears throat> wow. And he was yelling the whole way. He he perched himself <laughs> exactly. Right? <laughs> he perched himself high on something, and the dogs and cats followed him like <clears throat> nobody's business. And the and peak of entertainment. I'm telling you, it was Animal World, Animal Kingdom, right there in my backyard. Mm-hmm. If I mm-hmm. just had a video, <clears throat> however, I never saw the squirrel again. Learned his lesson, and yeah, I can highly recommend that you get a very persistent dog. Yeah, they fill you with yeah. joy. They. They tell you when the deer are eating your uh, roses at night. <clears throat> they keep away the squirrels. They'll run off rabbits. They'll do all kinds of good things. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's one thing. <clears throat> Another yep. one is to uh, spray everything with cayenne, cay- cayenne pepper. Oh, that makes sense. It does. Yeah. But it, <clears throat> every time it rains then or every time you water, you got to do it again. You got to do it again. I a heard dog, also dog is much planting better. daffodils, right? Because daffodils are, you know, I don't know how much that's going to deter, but like each little bit with pests, right? You do yeah. seven different things that's and right. they all kind of work together and help deter. Yeah. You can try that. Also, they don't like the taste of hyacinths either. Oh, that's good. I just read that. <clears throat> um, you don't feed them. You get, oh, this is a good one for your uh, pots. The, the woman said that they dig in her pots. Mm. Make a very sharp, gravelly stone mulch. Get stones that are really kind of not pleasant to walk on, let alone dig in for your pots, and that will deter them. Do we have the email? Can we read the email? I think yes. our listeners would, would love to hear that. Her name is Mary. I love it. Like spelled like Merry Christmas. Mary mm-hmm. Pier- Peterson. <clears throat> she said, I don't remember if I sent you all this question or if I just thought I did. Mar- Mary, I'm with you. I don't know what I do half the time either. <clears throat> uh, so here I go again. What are your favorite methods for deterring squirrels? Well, mine is dog. And then I think the second would be stone mulch because mm-hmm. it's quick and easy. <clears throat> Um, they've been digging on all my pots and my raised beds. Now, if she's got them in her raised beds, I would put up some netting. I would put up some tool netting and see if they could, mm-hmm. see if that would deter them. Um, what are your favorite shade growing plants? We're going to get into that in a minute. I basically live in a forest, but I still want a garden. Thank you all so much. Love the show. Look at that. She loves the oh, show. We amazing. love you, Mary. <clears throat> yes. Thank you for writing in. Keep Keep coming with your questions. I know. This is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so stone mulch and, and then netting or fencing. 
Yeah. And the fencing has to be high, you know, because squirrels can jump on stuff and all that stuff. So <clears throat> you can try all those. But if I were you, I'd get a dog. Mm-hmm. I know she lives in a forest, but I was reading up on this and they also said wrapping your trees in tin foil for the first three feet so that they can't get up it. But if they That's if the tree branches touch, yeah. then they can you know bridge from one to the other so that only works if you're starting you're planning where your trees are going to be and it sounds like she has just the most amazing little forest back there it does it sounds really uh, fun i wish she'd sent a picture i'm jealous (laughs) yeah send pictures yes (laughs) so dog is my first one if she doesn't want a dog try stone mulch and if she can't if she can't afford all the stone mulch then cayenne pepper spray Mm-hmm. which is you soak cayenne peppers in water for a day, uh, strain it out and spray it all over everything. And mm. if, if it's a big area, Mary, I would load it up in a, um, not a hand little, you know, sprayer, your, your hand will fall off, load it up in one of those sprayers that, you know, you, you spray for um, trees yeah, you just and stuff. The point big and shoot yeah. sprayers. Yeah. yeah. Because cayenne pepper isn't that expensive. Cayenne peppers aren't that expensive. And and if you do a 10% solution, that ought to do it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Put a little uh, drop or two of Dawn in there, Dawn dishwashing liquid, so that it sticks to the plants. <clears throat> ah, smart. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> and if she has... Squirrels are persistent. <clears throat> that's, that's rough. And when yes. you're in a forest, that's just kind of part of the, part of the nature. Right. But building up that ecosystem to help combat them is going to help. It will. It really will. Now, my next door neighbor had uh, uh, golden retrievers and squirrels. So I don't know mm-hmm. what she was doing wrong. You need a uh, uh, really, good, you know, Jack Russell. You need something that goes after its prey. You mm-hmm. need something that is fearless, not just sweet and cuddly. Fearless. <clears throat> A real prey dog. Yeah, <clears throat> that makes sense. Something that makes sense. And not too old either, because you got to get out there. I mean, even Chester's getting old now. Cats, too. If you get the right yeah. cat, you know, <clears throat> look at, at getting a, a feral kitten. <laughs> or, I don't know, put, put some cat food out, try to attract the neighborhood cats. And, you know, the ones that are hungry enough to actually hunt for themselves, you don't want any of the lazy cats that, you know, like I have. They're totally useless. But (laughs) I totally get that. So um, she also wanted suggestions for shade gardening. Yeah. Well, she mentioned that she lives in a forest, which gets me so excited because, um, you know, I mean, I would just highly recommend looking into into permaculture techniques because that is all about forest gardening eventually um, so what would you suggest for her well if she has any um i mean there's a there's a great book actually um <clears throat> 10 types of trees to save the world i want to say um well- <clears throat> And I would start like looking at what her trees are. Um, If she has, if she has nut trees, which it sounds like she might, if she has squirrels, um, that's something to, to look at, you know, 
can they be useful? Um, other trees that are are favored by permaculturists are um, the black walnut. Well, black walnut, but locust. also black locust because yeah. it, it it grows so fast and it's uh, rot resistant. Oh, that's good. Um, and then growing vines up the trees, using that's the nice. trees as trellises themselves. That's a good thing. Right. So, you know, don't worry about building trellises. You have something that is going to continue to grow in strength over the years rather than disintegrate. Um, so grapes, amaranth, um, although amaranth needs a lot of light. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. nice. That's right. Nice. Yeah. And I was going to suggest lilies mm-hmm. because lilies don't like full sun. So if she, she said she might have morning sun, I think. If she has morning sun, that's always perfect for a lot of plants. Mm. Um, or, you know, poppies like morning sun and not hot afternoon sun. Uh, lilies, any kind. Asiatics, not daylilies. We're not talking daylilies. We're talking bulbs. Mm. <clears throat> um, lilies, Asiatics, and Orientals like uh, morning sun. A stilby needs and loves shade it also loves water so there's oh so many different colors of you know just sherbet colors of astilbes that grow and are beautiful and primrose in spring loves shade so any of the primulas any of the um what they call sometimes no it's that's not it's not the same thing it, uh, wallflowers are different but primrose are gorgeous and so are wallflowers and they like shade as well <clears throat> I didn't know wallflower was an actual flower I yeah. thought it was just a term for people <laughs> No it's an actual flower it kind of has a a pretty little blossom they're usually yellow or kind mm. of orangey yellow mustardy yellow and uh <clears throat> they come in spring and then they just disappear Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There are also so many good understory bushes, too. Yes. Blueberries, right? Blueberries are a forest plant. Same with um, raspberries. Blackberries like a little bit more sun. Yeah. Right? But blueberries needed sun. (coughs) Well, yeah. they And very acidic soil. Yes. But but, um, another good shrub is um, hydrangeas azaleas mm-hmm. and rhododendrons they yeah. all really love the shade and and um roadies need more shade than than anything i mean they just thrive in the understory of forests yeah yeah and dogwoods do too yes dogwood yeah trees. and and one of the things <laughs> that just makes so much sense is with 3d planting right yeah. so like <clears throat> if you're planting a garden um, like a standard typical garden, you're planting um, perennials on one level, right? So yeah. you're using, you know, let's say you have a 10 by 10 garden, you're using 100 feet. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. But if you're planting, um, if you're planting uh, perennials, I yeah. said annuals before, I meant perennials. If you're no, planting you said perennials per- before. Yes, yes, I meant annuals. You're planting annuals, you know, in a hundred hundred yeah. square feet. That's that's all you have. But if you're planting perennials that are growing year after year after year, you're using, you know, 360 feet up. <laughs> you're using yes. 50 feet up yes. in the air and, you know, 
creating this diverse, um, this diverse center. Uh, one author explained it as uh, like taking a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And if you have just a regular garden, you're just using that flat piece of paper. Mm-hmm. But if you plant more diversely, mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're taking that piece of paper and you're folding it up and creating all of this variety and you have so much more surface area for the sun to absorb and yes. for water to sink in and be stored. Yes. And you actually have a much more um efficient yes. garden and it's more, more natural. And it's yes. also more interesting. It's <clears throat> the way plants actually grow. That's too. right. <clears throat> That's right. And <clears throat> sometimes in our gardens um, like the English like to create garden rooms where they mm. actually describe it as walls and ceilings and floors. Yes. And when you go into a forest, it's sort of like God creates these passageways that mm. you could use as hallways. You could think of them as hallways or rooms or areas <clears throat> where there's, um, <clears throat> you know, lower ceilings or higher ceilings. And, <clears throat> And then the walls can be what the trees, you know, block mm-hmm. block away from. Or in England, they use hedging. In <clears throat> other places, they could they use fencing. You know, like in Ireland, I think it's stone fences. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> it's whatever comes comes at hand, whatever you've got that will yeah. grow well or that will sit well for you, like a wall sits well, if you've got too many stones in your garden, right? Um, yeah. you create a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, silver, silviculture, which is the idea of gardening in a forest, uh, that is huge. And it's all about how to garden with trees. And Tell how me, to... What's that called again? Silviculture. S i l v o culture, uh, maybe. Let me just make sure. Okay, Sil- I've never heard of it, and I think that's what Mary needs. That's why I'm making yeah. you. Yeah. So it's uh, Sylvie culture. S i l v i culture. Cool. Yeah. Silva culture. Mary Silva Sylvie culture. S i l v i culture. Look it up, sweetheart. We don't know anything about it. Elizabeth. Does. I don't know anything about it. I plant there lilies some, and a still be. <clears throat> there are some fabulous books on it. I haven't dug too far into silviculture, uh, but it's forest management. So nice. that is, it's a whole system. Um, and, you know, if you're starting with an established forest, I think there's one way to do it. Yeah. Um, it, obviously, if you're creating your forest from start, um, you're going to hopefully be there for 40 plus years to actually see it but um yeah that's that's a whole nother way to way to do it and it's a it's just a fabulous uh regenerative farming and it can be highly efficient and really um rewarding i'm told (laughs) I, i can imagine i would really highly recommend for people starting to plant trees in a forest um area or where they have squirrels or voles or moles or gophers to plant your tree and then surround it with uh, daffodil bulbs. 
mm-hmm. so that your tree has <clears throat> a running start. The roots have a running start at being able to grow and survive um, before they're eaten alive by gophers or tunneled under by voles and stuff, because it's really important that those little baby trees get a, a good start. Yeah. Also, <clears throat> wrap them. Um, give them some protection so that the rabbits don't eat the bark off them right away. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like I've said, when you plant a tree, unless you're just de- you've decided that it ab- you know you're moving and you want the tree with you, and it's only two months later, then you can dig it up. Otherwise, it's there for the rest of your life. Yeah, you plant a tree once. Once. <clears throat> really decide think about it you know way over and over and over my did i tell you this that my mother had a sister and they both learned how to sew and from her mother from her from their mother their grandmother my grandmother and she said measure twice cut once Mm -hmm. cut your material once well mom's older sister blossom would do that mom wouldn't she'd measure it once (laughs) and start cutting Sound familiar? Oh, God. Yes, it sounds like what I do. (laughs) She'd always have to go back to the dime store and buy more fabric. Yeah. So... So be patient with yourself. You know, it's going to be there a long, long time. You've got to think about not only today and what's going to grow around it. But you've got to think about it 10 years from now when you need um, a swing set in the yard, when you need a patio in the yard, where are you going to put your barbecue? Where where are you going to put a swimming pool if you're going to put a little swimming pool in above ground or below, you know, or in the ground? You need to think about things like that. If you hit the lottery, where are you going to put that swimming pool and greenhouse? But also planting trees is a beautiful, permanent thing. Oh, it's and hugely important for the culture right now. Yeah. It, it's you know the so best time important. to plant a tree? When? 20, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Yeah. Second ble- best time to plant a tree is today. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I planted over 100 trees when I got here, um, but I didn't mm. do it right away. It took me a couple of three years to do it, but I planted over 100 trees, and then I had to just leave them and see what they and I, I, you know, we planted, what was it, six or eight redwood trees down by mm. the creek because redwood trees need a little bit of moisture. They survive on fog a lot, huh. mm, and, and by God, they're growing. Oh, They're growing. That's so, so eventually, I won't see them, but your children will. Yeah, yeah. Your children will see my the redwood trees and goes. That's what I from backup planted. She was crazy as a bed bug. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> so shade loving plants. Um, also, you need to know that in spring, it's there's no shade, so you can plant your bulbs that do very very well, like your daffodils. Tulips are going to be hard with a squirrel, but I would get that stone mulch or that cayenne pepper or a dog or a dog or a dog or a dog. And um, and mix in your tulips and your daffodils. Right. Yeah. So they get confused and they don't know if they're going to get a numb mouth or a yummy treat. Yeah. Hyacinths, they don't like the taste of. So you can plant hyacinths mm. and they always smell good, too. Um, and, if, if you, and if you plant hyacinths under a blooming tree, oftentimes they bloom together. I've got oh. a, a white saucer magnolia that I planted all these blue hyacinths under. That's so it's, romantic. Yeah, it is. Isn't, isn't it? that romantic? It is. <laughs> it really is. <clears throat> so 
How are your seeds? Did your seeds come up? Yes. So I did my first planting about two weeks ago. Good girl. Um, it's actually we're recording on the new moon today. Yes. Uh, so I I made a bunch of um, newspaper pots. You know, you, you take yeah. a little can, you roll them up. Um, I have I have some other seed trays, but I wanted more. So <laughs> so I, I have that. another two seed trays that I want to plant and then um, about 25 more uh, newspaper pots that I'm going to plant up probably tomorrow. So it's a really good time to be planting right now because we're working with the new moon. How do you do your newspaper pots? It was super easy. Tell so... Me. Well, I Googled it um, because okay. I knew that it was a thing, but I didn't know how. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the instructions said to take four pieces of newspaper and you okay. cut them into strips lengthwise. So these yeah. long strips from top yeah. to bottom, yeah. uh, hot dog wise. And yeah. uh, you can get about three from uh, one half sheet. Okay. Um. I liked doing it with just two sheets of newspaper uh, on top of each other. Cut cut them into three strips, and then you take uh, you take a can. They recommend a tomato paste can. I didn't have any tomato paste cans, so I used an empty oregano bottle. So yeah. like a, a one of the larger spice bottles. Yeah, yeah. that makes and sense. And I just you roll it up. And you leave about a inch on the bottom. Yeah. That um, you fold is, under. Yeah. That once you get to the end, you fold under. And then when you take the oregano bottle out, I just kind of push up the bottom a little bit to make them yeah. sit right. Yeah. And then push them back down again and they sit right. And there you go. That's amazing. Yeah. And what a fabulous use of of newspaper for your you you, you don't have to transplant right? it right exactly exactly oh, so you have these biodegradable free <laughs> pots i love it yeah i love it good for you so you've made 30 of those is that what you said yeah about 30 i, I haven't counted you. but yeah yeah so we're gonna do the second planting but i have had so far Almost a hundred percent germination rate with my seeds, Woo-hoo. so I'm really happy about that. I am um, tomatoes thrilled. are up. <clears throat> yeah, Good. yep. Uh, I did these easy sow asparagus seeds, so I found yes. asparagus seeds, which I was pretty happy with. Oh, which aren't asparagus decent in as an understory crop? Don't they do okay in shade? I think they do. I don't think so. I think you need some sun. No. You need but, some sun on them. Okay. But you're also going to need to never touch them. Yes. <sighs> okay. Yes. Um, and so, it takes seven years from seed. Yes. Just know that. Okay. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, I found these easy sow seeds, which are, Excellent. they're coated in in this pink clay. Yeah. Um, and I read some Reddit reviews saying, oh, Easy So never germinates for me. Others saying, oh, I love Easy So. I've had great success with them. The difference being between the, the people who hated it and the people who were successful was that the people who were successful really, really, really wet their soil to get through the clay layer to let them germinate. Excellent. 
and I was nervous. My asparagus didn't germinate until yesterday. And I was like, oh, they're dead. They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. They're not coming. No two asparagus. Week- <laughs> two weeks is a very short time for some germination. I yeah. have some delphinium seeds coming that they said to me might take as long as two months and don't throw them out. <gasps> no way. That's crazy. Wow. Well, some things take a year. Yeah. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, humans do take a year. <clears throat> and you have to wet us a lot. You know, you have to keep yeah. feeding us and <clears throat> yeah. Salami every day. Every day. Every day there's something new. <clears throat> what a plant hot... takes a year. I, I know. Oh, um a lily. There's a lily that takes a year. Wow. That's awesome. Huh. And there's there's a lot of trees that take a year to germinate. Oh, that makes so, sense. So you have to be uh, you know, ne- nature, gardening teaches you patience. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember talking to one of my uh, girlfriends who was not patient. She was not patient at all. If it didn't work the first time, she wanted nothing to do with it. And <clears throat> and she was watching me garden uh, when I was in Taos. And I said, oh, this is going to be so pretty. And she said, when? Because <clears throat> I was planting some, some seeds. And I said, in the spring. <clears throat> and it was like fall. And she was like, you're kidding, right? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. It'll be in the spring and they'll bloom next June or July. And she's like, Yeah. June or July? That's like seven months from now. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. Teaches you patience and it's good for you. Yeah. I always think of it as <clears throat> I'm giving myself a gift. I'm giving future me a gift. You know, because that's a good idea. Future you, right? Not like my like the crocuses. That's why I get so excited for crocuses. It feels like past me is saying, "Hey, here you go. I know this winter has sucked, but here's a crocus, and it's the best gift." (laughs) I knew exactly what I would want. That's great. (laughs) And also, when you teach yourself patience for the plant, you have to give yourself patience for you too. (gasps) Yes. You know, so yes. you don't do it right the first time, the 12th time, the 15th time. So what? Keep going. It'll be okay. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Or you'll figure out you don't want to figure it out. And there it is. <clears throat> I planted only one thing in the last two week span that uh, <clears throat> that was with the moon waxing. <clears throat> and that was delphinium seeds. I planted, mm. <clears throat> you know, I've been sick for five years. So I planted delphinium seeds that Haunted gathered last year. And I planted delphinium seeds that I'd had in the refrigerator that I'd gathered in 2017. Okay. The ones from last year are up and kicking butt. Yes! <clears throat> Along Woo! with an, an errant poppy seed that's in the middle. And you can't move poppies, so I don't know what I'm going to do with it. <clears throat> I, don't, I have no idea what I'm going to do with that poppy seed. <clears throat> um, the ones from 2017 are thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so I will just be patient. I will not throw them out. I will keep them watered and I will still keep looking. And Thoughts we'll see. and prayers. Thoughts yeah. and prayers to those 2017 delphiniums. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And then I yeah. ordered some from Dowdswell's delphiniums in New Zealand and they arrived and I'm going to be planting them in this two-week period. I'm going to do oh. all my other planting in this two-week period. Nice. nice. Yes. <clears throat> yes. 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 Let's talk about planning the veggie garden. 
Yeah. Because planning is really key for Ooh. a successful launch. When you, when you get outside, you're going to be in overwhelm. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more weeds than you remembered, more weeds than you figured. <clears throat> and it's going to take you three or four days to do that. And that's going to put you back. <clears throat> so if you've already got your plan, you know what you can do first and second and like that. Um, some of the things that you can plant early is lettuce and spinach and broccoli and cauliflower and cabbage mm-hmm. and peas. <clears throat> Elizabeth, did you get any peas in the ground? Did you go out on March? No, it's not March 1st yet. Not yet. Not yet. But, <laughs> you know, I thought out. so hard. <laughs> We've had so many nice days. I've thought, you know, maybe I'm just going to get those peas in. And I've held back because I know it's full spring. And <laughs> It's okay. Try. So yeah. you, ruin, yeah? so you ru- ruin a half a dozen peas. So what? Okay. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. The other thing is, I don't know where I'm putting my peas yet. And okay. I don't have a trellis up for them yet. So. Well, <laughs> okay. Do you have sunflowers that you want to grow? I do. <gasps> oh. I'm just thinking. Are you know. saying I should trellis my peas off my sunflowers? You could try. <gasps> that's such a cool idea. The problem is that the sunflowers need heat to get going. Yeah. <clears throat> and your peas are going to be up before the sunflowers are even planted. That's my problem with that. Mm. You're going to need Can a you trellis transfer. <clears throat> Should I, yeah. If I started my sunflowers now, <clears throat> well, that would be too early. You'd, you'd have them heat. in a big pot. Yes, you can transfer a sunflower. As long as you can. The trick to a tall sunflower is water. Water mm-hmm. and sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, <clears throat> yeah, you could do that. You could start your sunflowers indoors okay. and your peas outdoors and see what happens. See what happens. It's going right? to cost you a few seeds, right? Yeah. You, and, and, and it's an experiment that you and I will report back to at the end of oh, the year. Oh, yes. <clears throat> oh, yes. Well, I'll plant some sunflowers tomorrow. Okay. We'll see what happens. Haunt planted a full package of snow peas mm. in June, which uh, because I was too sick last year, I didn't plant them. And I would have told him not to because it's too late. Peas like cool weather. We yeah. had snow peas all summer. Oh, my God. That was a new one for me. And it was mm. hot. It was hot yeah. at times. It got up into the hundreds. And I thought those peas are going to die. And instead, they just bolted. <clears throat> but they didn't mm. die. And we kept getting some. Well, that is awesome. Yeah. You know, sometimes sometimes just going, not following the rules works. And if it yeah. dies, it dies. But it dies and you've learned. And you've learned. And yeah. the price is a few seeds. But mm-hmm. the thing is that sometimes you learn that it grows. Yeah. And then it's joy. It's pure joy. <clears throat> uh, Christopher <laughs> Lloyd, my mentor in, in uh, England that that died in 2003 and Christopher 2002 said, don't follow the rules. Mm. You know, if somebody Mm -hmm. says, Oh, you can only do it this way. Try. Yeah. Just try. You can only take green cuttings to get this. Well, try, you know, you may have to do extra for it, but you can always water it more or take care of it more. It's not impossible. Mm -hmm. So 
lettuce. So the brassicas, that's mm-hmm. cauliflower, cabbage, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, Brussels broccoli. Sprout, that those um, things they like kale, kale, kale spinach. Um, <clears throat> those guys they like cool and peas. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking any kind of peas, snow peas, sugar snap peas. Regular English peas, um, sweet peas, just the flowers. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, you should have some sort of a something going down your staircase that 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 you could trellis something with. You know, I was just thinking about that. Actually, I've been playing around with the idea of um, planting because we have this uh, chicken wire gate or cage up for the for the chickens and they free range um now and i absolutely love having them free range they keep the ticks down and they're just so beautiful watching the the, them you know cluck about but once you Um, put the seedlings in or those or those seeds in and those seedlings start sprouting that's that's pure lobster for them i know so they're going to be inside for spring they're going to be in their in their pen they have a a, an enclosure so um what I would absolutely love to do is grow morning glories and maybe amaranth up their chicken wire uh, enclosure. And then when I let them out, they can have at the amaranth, you know, that's a great grain that they can, they can eat. I can cut it down for them and they'll have their own feed right there. Check to see if morning glory seeds are poisonous. Oh, good call. Just, Just check. Uh, speaking of poisonous, Uh-oh. um, uh, ba, ba, ba. lost it. Uh, <clears throat> totally lost it. What's That's it okay. called? <clears throat> Is it a the body? butterfly plant? Budalea. No, the one um, Milk- milkweed. Milkweed. Milkweed is poisonous to dogs. No way. Yeah, toxic for dogs. A friend told me. Is it the milk that's toxic? Uh, Hold on. I haven't actually looked it up. Okay, never mind. Don't worry about it. it. You can get it back. (laughs) We'll we'll do this on the next one. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. That's good to know. How's Sadie? She's great. She's doing great. She had some some shots today, um, but she took them like a champ. She had a she had a hot dog on the way (laughs) to and from the vet. So it was all in all (laughs) a really good day with a little bad in the middle. A really good day with a little poke in the middle. So that's good. That's good. Okay. So I just googled it. Is milkweed poisonous to dogs? Milkweed sap is toxic to animals, including pets and horses, if okay. consumed in large quantities. Okay. So, you know, if you keep her fed with those hot dogs, she's good to go. Right. And she she hates broccoli. She hates, okay, she's not a vegetable kind of girl. So you know, I think we'll be just fine. I had a cocker okay, spaniel. I'm glad used to love lettuce. She <gasps> loved lettuce, especially the, 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 the stiff uh, horns of iceberg she Ooh. loved that she loved that <clears throat> mm. so <clears throat> i want to talk for a minute about companion planting books because we could sit here for the rest of our lives and tell you what goes with what <clears throat> namely <clears throat> plants that love the same amount of water heat and sun go together mm-hmm. 
for the most part. <clears throat> there are a few exceptions, you know, like onions don't go well with, you know, I don't know, I think it's beans. But you know what they do go well with? Strawberries. Hmm. Strawberries are low and the onions spur- uh, uh, sprout up and you can find them and it's nice. <clears throat> wow. I did that. <clears throat> but I have two Bible books here. Um, Roses Love Garlic and Carrots Love Tomatoes. They're both written by Louise Riotti, R-I-O-T-T-E. Garlic she, loves... Roses love garlic. Hmm. And I did that, by the way. You know what happens is you put... Just go to the store, buy some garlic. Yeah. Break it up into cloves like you would if you were going to, you know, break it up into cloves and plant it around your roses. Hmm. And the garlic... um how do I want to say it? deters aphids? Ah, oh, I love it. That's so smart. And also plant them a little farther away because they grow up into an allium. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, don't make them, uh, your rose is going to expand. So make sure that you, you grow it around them, but uh, give them enough space to grow mm-hmm. up tall. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. the other one, the first one is carrots love tomatoes. Now, these books, <clears throat> they're almost falling apart. Um, in fact, I thought they were falling apart for a while. They, <clears throat> they're invaluable. And you can, <clears throat> what I normally would do, because it's too confusing to remember every single thing. Yeah. Th- there's one rule I do remember. There's something called, uh, not meadow root, but rue, R-U-E. It's an herb. It doesn't grow with anything. Yeah. <laughs> so so plant it someplace far, far away. <clears throat> there are other things that will inhibit um, <clears throat> bugs like marigolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> marigolds are designed to be a scent, uh, uh, have a scent that that bugs love. So they go to the marigolds. So if you plant marigolds around your, your vegetable garden, the bugs go to the marigolds and not your vegetables. They're a great <laughs> trap plant, right? Yeah. Yes. And it somehow doesn't kill them. It just makes them flower and keep going. Think of it as unselective pruning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There are also a a thousand uh, books on gardening. There's so many books on gardening these days. But there's a little uh, company out here in the Pacific Northwest that specializes in gardening plants. And in gardening books, I mean. And Mm -hmm. it's called Timber press like timber and they have an enormous respect for gardeners and garden writers and things like that so if you are looking to they also have things i was just looking at some of their gardening books on just the vegetables today they have companion uh plantings and stuff but they also have a guy writing books on um gardening in pennsylvania gardening in maryland gardening in new york gardening in um, yes i have i have the gardening in new york book it's great is it it is and i like the way the way it's designed where um it gives you a month by month to-do list yeah so you know in march although i started out really strong i think i got to march and then Never crack the book open again. Well, no, you so, get too busy. You get too busy. Yeah. What you do is you read it while you're relaxing in winter. And then sometimes you remember to go to it once or twice during the summer. 
Mm-hmm. But most of the yeah. time, you kind of know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of everything falls into place and you know, okay, I have to do this now. And, and yeah, they come up and they cannot be ignored. Right. And it's important... It's important to read it over once or twice. Yes. Um, sometimes, um, because of the weather and the changes in weather, no one can write a book right now for um, when to do exactly everything because of climate yeah. change. Yeah. You just can't. Um, our, our climates are changing and things that are, are happening that we have no answers for, that no book will give you the reason for it yet. Yet, yeah. You can blame it on climate change or not. I don't care. Um, you just have to go by the seat of your pants. But if you read the book and understand why you're doing what you're doing, you know, mm. like wait until the frost to cut the last uh, hard frost to cut your roses so you won't have to cut them back to the nub because if you cut them in the fall and frost it, it will freeze them back to the nub and then you're left with just nubby roses in the spring. You need hmm. to let them grow until and let them go until kind of the last really hard frosts. Mm-hmm. In California, that was Valentine's Day. In Oregon, it's President's Day, although we're going to get a snow tomorrow <clears throat> and today is President's Day. Yeah. <laughs> so you you can't know you know the, the rules are not hard and fast anymore. I don't mm-hmm. think they ever were. I just think that those are sort of generalized. Yeah. So you know that you can relax. I am starting to cut my wisteria back. Mm. Um <clears throat> because you're supposed to cut it back when it's cold. So that when it sets the blooms, it's uh already done. You don't you're not cutting off blooms. <clears throat> um <clears throat> Anyway, Timber Press not only has great books on the how-to, it also has the Beverly Nichols books I was talking about, which are oh. stupendous, funny, endearing, charming, about a garden writer who wrote about his garden back in the 30s in England. And his stories are classic and wonderful. And you would love them. <clears throat> I love it. Would love them. Yeah. Everyone has to go check out Timber Press. Timber Press. It's in... Portland. Just Google Timber Press. Just Google it. You're going to love it. (laughs) You're going to love it. Okay. So what did you have for dinner? Um, Oh, (laughs) so Forrest has COVID right now. Forrest has Um, COVID, yeah. Forrest, we love you. Two. It's uh, so we had we had some good soup. I made some some good broth and uh, put it put a nice soup together and he's Thankfully, not too symptomatic, and I'm masking up indoors, which stinks, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm staying healthy. We're drinking so much elderberry and echinacea, it's coming out our ears. And I made honey garlic, which is exactly what it is. Yeah. You put full, uh, whole cloves of garlic in a jar, cover them just barely with honey, and then... You're going to love this. You <laughs> okay. let it ferment and you just kind of keep burping the jar and flipping it for about a month. And oh. then when <laughs> when um, when someone gets sick, you make them eat a garlic. <laughs> oh, man. That'll keep you healthy. It does. <laughs> oh, it's man. actually really delicious. Oh, stop it. 
It's oh like savory God. honey. Hush. Oh my. Oh no. No, that's just wrong. Yeah. See, yeah. Elizabeth, so. are you going to turn into like this backwoods woman? Oh, when absolutely. I, when I die, that's what you, I want to be when I grow up. You're going to be like Tasha Tudor. You're going to be, be this backwoods woman. <clears throat> I'm not going to have even recognize you, but I'll haunt you. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I'll haunt you. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what we're having for dinner because we don't have any water. Ah, uh. I was going to make piccata, so we may be going out. Burger yeah. time. <clears throat> burger. Ooh, burgers sound good. See? And you don't even mm. eat meat. No. Did you make him chicken broth? No, no, it's Bad. a veggie broth. Yeah. That'll do him no good at all. Go get oh, some chickens. There's and, love in the vegetables. Oh, there's some love in the vegetables, but a lot of good that does. It's like that god-awful garlic you just made him <laughs> eat. <laughs> Oh my God! I wouldn't get COVID just for that. <laughs> I oh know. My God, that's horrible. I know. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I love you so much. <clears throat> I love you too. <laughs> I love you so much. <clears throat> Are you still showing houses, or is it kind of quiet right now? Oh yeah, market's hot. Really, the market is hot. Yep. Oh, I'm glad. Yep. Multiple <clears throat> offers all the way around. It's, yeah, keeping me busy. Every, every time I think of calling you, it's always a weekend, and I know that you're showing houses then. Yeah. So I've got I've to start getting ready to call you like on a Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesdays are good. Okay. Although this Wednesday I have showings what are you already. So. Oh, good. Well, yeah. that's great. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's great. That's great, honey. <clears throat> all right. So um, give your give our love to the poor sick very very tasteless forest he must not be able to taste anything bless his no, heart no he still has his taste i made him eat the garlic even with his taste buds intact did you like spread it on bread or something humane oh that would that would actually be delicious oh my I know. god it would be so good yeah do like a um homemade uh, bread yeah yeah like a bruschetta with it yeah that would be yummy. Yeah, so you say. You know, <laughs> my girlfriend who cooks like a banshee in um, in Italy, Christina. Do you know what she does? She puts um, she puts a vanilla uh, stalk, a vanilla bean, mm. in sugar. Mm. So when she's ready to cook, she uses that sugar for her cakes or her pies. Oh, that's or her cookies. So good. <clears throat> yes she does the same thing with rosemary and salt oh that's so smart she does it with all kinds of spices and uh you know condiments that we normally use yeah 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 you want me to oh. send you some fresh rosemary sure yes actually my uh my rosemary bush is dead the cat's um well yeah. we we don't have it fenced in right now and the cats decided that that was their bathroom so it's it's uh, pure it's, nitrogen but you've got to keep watering it down then it's pee is. dead yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah well <laughs> see if it comes back you never know <clears throat> it's looking and, pretty crispy right now oh, i'm yeah. so sorry yeah. how's your lemon tree have you is your lemon growing it's almost there. Oh it's almost God. there. Yeah. We need a picture so on the website. We need a picture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any day now. And the branch is like hanging on for dear dear life. It's so drooped. The lemon is it's it's a big lemon. I know it is because it's the only one. It's Elizabeth's, the only one. 
yeah. Elizabeth, get a get a little stick and help the help the bush. Help oh, the, that's a good idea. Help stake it. Yeah. Okay, get a fork. Yeah, get a fork. It started bush. growing more leaves though, so good. I think she's like, okay, we're we're just gonna push it out, and she's already she has uh, what five new leaves and a bunch more starts, ten or good. twelve more starts, and then when the yeah. flowers come, oh my god, Elizabeth, oh, I love the, the scent all over oh. your house. The scent. I'm obsessed with it. If I could wear I it. Mm. I know. Why don't they make lemon blossom scent? Why don't they do right? that? Lemon blossom is so underrated. It really is. It's it's a hidden thing. It is. You know, only, only us gardeners know. Yeah. <clears throat> We're going to make our millions in lemon scented perfume. <clears throat> lemon <laughs> blossom scented perfume. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Okay, sweetheart. I love you. Take care of your man. Go get a bruschetta full of horrible garlic, garlic honey. I I don't. Even Sometimes when it ferments, the garlic turns blue. Oh well, now that's attractive. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Still, still edible. Tastes fine. It just turns blue, like blue cheese. Mm-hmm. You know that's mold, yep. don't you? You do know. Oh that. yeah, yeah. But it's healthy mold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he drops dead, we're gonna have to delete this one. <laughs> Hey, I haven't gotten COVID yet. I'm still testing negative. I think that's really important. <clears throat> you right? keep testing ne- negative, okay? Yeah. It's All the right, garlic honey. honey. Okay. <laughs> Love you whole bunches. Love you more. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Check us out on TikTok at Gardening Related, our website at gardeningrelated.com, and our Instagram at gardening.related. Ask us questions. Leave your feedback and give us some love. Oh, I like that. <laughs>